Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shot Callers, a storied rivals podcast where we sit down with high school football coaches previewing the 2023 season. And today we're in the Licking County League with the Lakewood Lancers, and we're with head coach John Poolnot joining the show uh, here on Shot Callers. Coach Poolnot, really appreciate your time joining us on Shot Callers today. How are you? I, I, we got two weeks until football starts, baby, so I'm really excited, and I'm sure you're really excited to get the season started, too. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy how fast the summer has gone, you know, with all the you know, the things that we've done with our kids. Um, so it's, 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 we're itching. We're itching to get on the field. Uh, Saturday we'll be out going up to Carrington and um, playing them and uh, uh, Southern local in a three-way scrimmage. So our kids are just excited about that opportunity to get on the field and finally see how things are truly coming together. Yeah. Uh, so before I dive into this season for your team, I kind of want to dive into your background a little bit uh, because you were a head coach in North Carolina from 2010 to 2016. So I kind of want to know, I mean, obviously football is, is football. It's the same wherever you go, but um, is there a difference coaching in a more Southern part of the country versus coaching in Ohio? Like is the, is the community support different? Are the, are the players wired differently? Like, are there any differences coaching here versus coaching in a Southern part of the country? Well, I think the, the biggest difference was the size of the schools that I coached at in North Carolina. With the exception of one, um, we were looking at, you know, 16 to 2,900 kids on, on the campus versus, you know, five to 700 kids here. Um, so, you know, you're, the, the, the availability of, 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 you know, players with, um, you know, um, speed and, and size and strength and those things like that just, they were all over the campus because you had such a such a volume. But you're playing you're playing teams with a similar caliber, you know, assets as well. So it, it's that's the biggest thing is is the adjustment of of um, you know not having ninety to one hundred and twenty kids on the roster to uh, to to pick from. I also, kind of want to talk about now your move to Lakewood as well because you've been with Lakewood since 2019 but it's uh but you you've been the head coach now only for two years this is your second season as head coach and uh, you kind of you kind of see it everywhere you go like whenever a new coach is hired you see it at the NFL college high school like on down that whenever a new coach is hired results are kind of just expected like right away just to magically appear out of thin air um and so and it's just the kind of the society we live in where just everyone wants it now. But like, what are the, the challenges of not only just building a, like a, a strong culture within a school, but then you have the strong culture, but then building a program that's also competitive on the football field as well. Cause it, it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes three, four or five years to build something. What are some of those challenges? Well, the, the biggest challenge that, uh, that I've talked to, um, the last uh, two years with the, the parents and the players is is retention of players because we've uh, last year we had we had five seniors a year before we had seven seniors so our senior classes are starting you know at the you know anywhere from 12 to, to, to 16 kids but they're dwindling over the years those kids are opting not to play football for four years for us and and even um, the, the kids from from seventh to to 12th grade those numbers we only had two kids that played at, at Lakewood um, that made it from seventh to 12th grade last year. So we've got to do something um, to, to, you know, keep the interest, you know, um, to, to allow those guys to, to understand their success, even if there aren't wins. 
Um, there's there's reason to be out there with uh, with their with their teammates um, and give them give them something to to continue to 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 enjoy coming back to. So you know, try to create an environment that's uh, very inviting. Um, you know, you know, having a lot of camaraderie type of uh, situations within the program where we're we're doing team building activities, overnight stays, and and things like that, where they, you know, just to just to create an atmosphere of hey, I want to be there with my friends, I want to be there with my buddies, and even though we're we're still struggling, um, there's something there to to hold on to because if we can't keep our our senior class intact, you know, after after four years. It's going to be a it's going to be a no win situation. So that's the biggest you know culture change that I'm trying to create here is is trying to create an environment where people want to be want to be in that locker room. Why do you think the the player retention has uh, become an issue? I mean, I'm sure it's an issue for a lot of schools all over the country getting some some kids to stay playing football or playing whatever sport. But why do you think it? Uh, it I mean, we we kind of do live, I guess, in a distracted world where there's just so many things going on, and kids also want to work and stuff. Like, what? What? Yeah. Where do you think that stems from? Well, oddly, you said work. That is one of our biggest fractures, right there. Is is kids wanting to? wanting to start earning money earlier than, than uh, I think that that's a COVID effect. Um, a yeah. little will um, because they had that, that time where they could go to school and work. Um, and it was online. So they had that access and now that's created that, that, uh, that additional distraction where instead of working a few hours a week now, it's like, Hey, I can, I can make some real money. Um, you know, instead of buying the car that my mom and dad want want to get me, now I can buy a really nice car if I if I have my job. So those type of things has, has have you know caused problems with with us and other teams. But the I think the biggest thing is um, one winning season in twenty plus years is really really a hard sell. Um, and we keep talking about you know eventually at Lakewood there's going to be a winning program eventually it's going to happen do you want to be part of that that transition or do you want to you want to see other people do it later um so we keep talking about you can be the class stay true to to what we're trying to do here you know plug away we we had great we had great uh, fights last year on the field we just didn't have the numbers we didn't have the the stamina to finish some games that we were that we were in in the fourth quarter so we're so with five seniors we were right there now if we can get we can have 12 seniors in leadership and 12 seniors in, in, in depth, plus a, plus a strong junior class and, a, and a sprinkle in some really talented sophomores and maybe an occasional freshman. You've got yourself an opportunity for four, five, six, seven, eight win season. And then that can, that can snowball into building the culture, building the, the, the progress that we want in our program. So I, I do that, want to that's dive where into that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do want to dive into the players that you have coming back um, this season and just kind of what your team looks like. But before we do, I know you got the opportunity to coach your son, which a, a lot of parents, they I guess they kind of get that opportunity to coach him like when they're wee little playing like you know soccer, t-ball, peewee football and stuff like that. But to get to coach your kid at the high school level, I think is something that's pretty special. So what was that like for you to kind of get to coach your kid all four years of high school in football? Well, you know, I got to coach him four years in high school, and I actually was able to coach his eighth grade team or help coach his eighth grade team. Um, as we were, my family was traveling the country. We, 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 uh, we stopped in Alaska, and he co he played one one year eighth grade football up there. 
um, and I joined that staff just to help out. Um, and then I moved down here and was able to get into to Lakewood and bring Stuart with me. And it was just just uh, seeing the little runt that had no, even though I'm a high school football coach, had no real football background at all until the eighth grade. He, you know, he is at football camps. He was messing with football players his entire life, but he really didn't suit up until the eighth grade. So seeing that kid that knew football, but didn't understand how to play it, grow into to a kid that was invited to be on the all-star team um, that, uh, you know, was, was, you know, had some district honors, um, was a leadership, you know, leadership role for, for four years at the high school level. So, that was that was a, the true, um, you know, I guess blessing was to to be there present to see that growth and not just be you know, you know, in the stands and, and watching afar. I was right there to see that day to day that day to day growth and it that it was you can't you can't ask for a more special situation than that. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you did also get to coach in the the forty first uh, annual All Star Game yeah. this year between the 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 Muskingum Valley Licking County sides. I, I was talking to the uh, the coach on the Muskingum side, Kevin Board, uh, a little while ago, and he said that he actually got to use. Uh, he's actually using some of the stuff that he used in the game in camp with his kids at New Lex this year. Are you kind of? Are was there anything that you did in that game schematically that you're using with um, yeah. your Lakewood football program and? Yeah. I guess just overall, like, what was that experience like to be able to coach in such a prestigious game? Oh, well, number one, it was my second time coaching and it, my first time as a head coach. But um, so we went into it with the mindset of we wanted to look at some of the things we were we were interested in and in, uh, possibly using offensively at the at the at Lakewood um, and uh, get a get a good uh, look at how it it uh, unfolds. We've we've run some power in the past. Um, but uh, it was a it was a it was a play we shelved for the last two years. But uh, with Adam being an elusive quarterback, he's not the fastest kid in the world, but he's got good speed. But he's real quick, um, really good at reading the uh, the defensive line and taking advantage of whatever they give him in the running game. So so we wanted to see what uh, what Deuce could do with it and and um, and uh, Hess and because they were similar athletes, um, just to get a feel with uh, how it would you know would it would fit into our to our uh, our current spread flavor of offense, um, you know. But as far as those kids, it was it's just amazing how not only how talented the the kids that come together on that all star team, um, but just how great the kids are from all the different uh, different programs, um, the attitudes they bring in, the hunger, you know, and and just a you know really fun environment to be around. Um, not only you know the, the kids that are uh, talented as we as we know they are because they're they're all stars, but um, but they joke around, they play around, and they and they 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 mess with their little rivalries that uh, each of the teams have with each other, um, and, and some of them are hostile um, over a four year period, you know, even communities, you know, for years, but then they get to they get to play on the same same side, and you can see those those relationships grow in the and those fences getting broke down, walls getting broke down that uh, separate those communities because they, they see that, Hey, th this guy's, he's, he's doing the same thing I'm doing. And I've had that experience as a coach where, you know, as an early coach, I was like, I don't need to, I don't need to befriend the other staff. They're, that's an enemy. And then you, then you learn, well, he's got the same motivations I do. He's here for the kids. He wants to create, you know, great leaders, great, great husbands, great fathers, you know, type of situation and you know so why am i hostile to that person so you see that 
those walls getting broken down between between Granville and Licking Licking Valley, uh, which was one that you know was even noted in an article. Um, those guys were sitting right next to each other every day, every play you know on offense, um, and they learned how to to you know come together and and try to do something special with one another. And they forgot about those those those, those rivalries from the past. I'm sure there'll be some still. You know, if they, if they go to a game and they're and it's Granville versus Licking Valley or Lakewood versus Heath, there'll still be some you know like you know nudging and things like that. But it won't be as intense um, of a you know disdain for each other as it has been in the past because of that because of that uh, the benefit of playing in that All Star game. So take me to this year then with your squad, because I, I know you've mentioned that you haven't had a ton of seniors on your teams over the, the past couple of years. But what does your team look like this year with people that you do have coming back? Um, and who are some names that um, we should be looking out for as uh, you try to make a push in the LCL next year? Yeah, well, we'll have 10 seniors this year, um, plus two. And I say plus two because we have two exchange students joining us. Um, you know, one from Germany, one from uh, Italy that will be coming in as seniors. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, how they how they respond to American football. Um, you know, you know, one of them has a little bit of a background; the other one doesn't have any. He just wants to see what American football is all about. But this part, sure, yeah, oh yeah. So as far as our guys that are on our roster, um, you know, I already mentioned Adam Crawford. You know, he's going to be you know an elite quarterback in this conference. Um, if our protection will allow it, he could have great numbers. Um, you got Keegan Jacks, who's one of those guys that's supposed to be protecting Adam, who's a phenomenal offense alignment, defense alignment. He's been a four-year starter for us on both sides. Um, he's been an all-conference selection, you know, player. Um, and he was voted for, you know, offense alignment or alignment of the year a couple of years ago. Wasn't able to take the honor because he was he was second team instead of first team. Um and that was that was our coaching. You know, we we put someone else in front of him. You know, he would have got the honor if we didn't do that. But uh, then you've got Isaiah Mitchell, who who is lights out. You know, um, best athlete that we have on the field. Um, we're gonna have to get him touches from the backfield, from slot. Maybe split him out a little bit. Um, maybe in some uh, you know some some Lancer. What you know, everybody calls it something else, but we call it you know we'll call it Lancer put him at quarterback and see what Adam can do at slot or something of that nature. But you got Tyler Crispin, who's really coming on as a senior as well. He's been a backup quarterback for the last couple of years, been a really good linebacker for us, but uh, he's finding his own at, at slot. Um, so he should be helping, you know, you know, uh, or not Tyler, but uh, Isaiah help him get open because he's, he's really been explosive for us this summer in seven on seven. Um, you got Adam's brother, you know, Hunter Crawford, you know, he's a, He'll be a junior, but uh, he's one of our top receivers coming back, um, and Ethan Romine as well. Um, so he, you know, he's he's an elusive, not the fastest kid in the world, but he's elusive. Got good size. Um, you got Nate Lee, so uh, he's another senior that uh, should be a you know a te you know testing people on a pass rush, as well as a, a really good target at tight end um, or even at split. Um, because of his size and his strength and his speed, he's a really good athlete. Really, you know, one of our post players on the, on the basketball team, so he can go up and high point the ball really well. So those are some guys that and I know I'm missing people. You always do when you start name dropping, um, but uh, those are some guys that just pop into my mind right now without even thinking about it. 
Scipio defensively um, and offensively. You got Logan Bush, um, and and that's going to be you know a um, a big thing for him is how much can he handle it being our starting Mike linebacker and our starting running back, and um, how much are we going to have to use Isaiah in the running in the running game to 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 give uh, Logan some some time to, to gather himself after, after a long defensive drive or a long offensive drive, he can't come off a of defense. So we're going to have to spell him on offense to make sure that he, he can be our stable, you know, in the, at the, at the linebacker position. And you got Randy Atkins who had a great season last year um, that we're expecting good things. He had, a, a, I think he had three interceptions last year. Um, and uh, we're hoping that he can continue to be a hawk at the safety or even corner if we need to slide him down. So, so those, those are some, those are the, the, the guys that we're really hanging our hats on. And then you got a lot of role players coming in um, that uh, have to do their 11th. And we keep talking about our, the 11th, just worry about your 11th, get your 11th done and let everybody else do their 11th and we'll have a shot. Yes, absolutely. Well, coach, I really appreciate the time you joining us here on shot college today. Uh, always love chatting football. So this was super fun. Um, so Best of luck this year, and I uh, really hope that um, you do well with uh, with the recruitment and getting the numbers back up. Um, yeah. But you've got a lot of kids coming back this year, so I'm excited to see what you guys do in the LCL. So good luck. Thank you. You have a great day.